0: Welcome to Kick Back and Chat Shit, the most relevant football podcast on air. We chat about the latest results, trends and storylines in the Premier League. This is football commentary at the highest level. If you're ready, kick back and listen to Max and Mike chat their shit. Let's go in three, two, one. Happy Sunday, folks. Kick back in chat shit. Hope your weekend is going well. It's going as well as ours, going as well as mine. But uh, we're right where we belong at the cusp of a new week talking about our favorite topic. Football, yes, sir. past couple of days it's been. Um, but I just got to say one thing. It's sunny in London and people do not know how to act. <laughs> not mean you can wear shorts. It does not mean you can wear, you know, Little dresses, you know. Some of these guys out here are wearing booty shorts. It's just, it's just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, it sounds like a good ass time out there. And that was the longest intro ever. Goodness gracious! Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. I, it seems, it seems like, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Max is over here, over here with the short sleeve shirt, biceps popping out. they have been doing big workouts, and now uh, he says, he says he's pull up king. Pull up king, baby. Yeah, he gonna pull up to I the swear house. By it. <laughs> 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 he gonna pull up to the house with a bottle of wine you know how he gets down man max is fancy he made some curry chicken the other day bumba jumba man hey <laughs> those that
0: don't know you need to go on youtube and check out philly boy J cooking for sure because way 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 back in the day mike introduced me to this guy And he is the funniest slash best cook there is on YouTube. (laughs) And actually, funny enough, he released a a video for like the first time in three weeks because I needed a little refresher on the curry chicken recipe. And he was saying that he was going through some mental battles. And that's why he hadn't released a video in hella long. Yeah. So being that next month is Mental Health Awareness Month um shout out to philly boy j and shout out to everyone everyone's got their own mental health situations
1: for sure so
0: take care of your mentals um but also take care of your chicken and cook some curry chicken too. <laughs> hey, hey make sure you cook <laughs> hey
1: make sure you cook your curry though that's the most important part yeah you can't just yeah, you sit here and go. just rub the curry on the chicken like no, that, that doesn't happen I mean, you should
0: do that too but
1: yeah but you gotta cook the curry though
0: yep make sure the spices are all what do they what do they say and the aromatics. You got to put uh, the spices and the aromatics together and then, you know, the juice
1: is flowing. Hey, today is not even kick back and chat. This is kick back and cook. Like, this is what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we
0: probably talk about food on every episode. Hey,
1: hey, you know, food brings people together. That's one thing. And that's why food we love football, football as well. Hey, there it is. Hey Fruit, what football, and music. Oh, bro. It's supposed to just be all Fs. Like food, uh, food football, football family. family, friends. You fit. You get me. Yeah, I do get you. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, come on. But anyway, man, big week of football that that we got coming up. Big week this week as well. The weekend was fucking incredible on many different levels. I mean, yeah. talk talk to me. Talk to me. What was what was the best thing for you about this this past week of football? Most uh... interesting thing.
0: The most interesting thing was, and and I'm saying this completely honestly, was Liverpool's (laughs) performance. That was the most interesting thing to me because I'll tell you why. That's false. The
1: most interesting thing this week is Super League. You said this weekend. (sighs) I I probably did say this weekend. I I can't recall. Okay.
0: Well, all right. The Super League is the biggest thing to happen, not happen. I don't know. It's, it's the biggest event in football in shit. Since COVID. It's bigger. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's uh, not bigger than COVID.
1: It's not big. The way that COVID shut down football. I mean, they have football for, you know, two months and all that type of shit.
0: All right. Before we get into the nitty gritty of it. I want to know what your emotional reaction was to it.
1: Mine. Yeah. It was it was quickly like this is unbelievable to this is not going to happen and I told you this already like as soon as it all that's came really
0: out. Interesting, you said that though because but
1: I I said this to you like as soon no, as like, it's did, not going to happen. You did
0: you predicted you're like a what's the word a prophet? No, that's too making you. No, no, no! Don't even good. don't put
1: me up on a pedestal.
0: But like you you predicted it basically.
1: Yeah, I mean it it, it was too much of a shake up that when you really take it, when you just like really take a look at it and you see the initial people's reaction, there's too many people that were on the same side of it, if that makes sense.
0: What was you know, the it, reaction like in the US though?
1: I mean, I'm not really around that many football people, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would say from what I've been seeing on Twitter, even, even somebody I spoke to as well, who's like really into football, just people were upset, you know? Mm. And I have friends that, weren't even that don't even play football that got into football later in life and they said that if football turns out like this then i might as well just watch it i might as well just watch the nfl and nba because that's exactly what they're that's doing interesting. No, that's so, interesting so you know if if americans can grasp the concept of why international football is so precious to the community to the culture to why we yeah. watch it then i think yeah. that that is a problem you know and if if we're if we're here upset, that upset about it, and I just know how much people in England and all of Europe were upset about it, shit, all of the world were upset, upset about it, there's no way that shit was going to happen. Like, I, I from the jump, I was just like, this shit's going to falter. They didn't really even have like a real plan. They just said that, let's put out a press release and everybody's just going to follow suit. I was like, come on, guys. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway.
0: I mean, it, well, firstly, I'm glad it didn't happen. Um, and like you said, you know, if, if it went that route, think it would have killed football as we know it and you know needless to say the thing is, is we're talking about this after weeks of you know everyone speaking about it relentlessly um yeah but having a a league not based on meritocracy is anti-football basically 100 um, it comes the so, mls yeah well i mean <laughs> fucking mls but interesting <laughs> i um a friend of mine uh actually umfoy actually was messaging me and she was saying you know fucking Americans like trying to colonize and ruin everything and it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true like that you know two of the two of the three main people involved in it were the you know Liverpool and Man and Man United
1: the yeah, American the
0: clubs um you know and they they both own American sports franchises as well and I think that's the thing. Clubs in England are not franchises, sports franchises in the U S are completely different entities, um, and, and trying to bridge that gap or, you know, make them be the same thing is, is terrible. I'm glad it's not happening, but Florentino Perez, the president of Real Madrid is, is sticking by it. Even the president, the new president of Barcelona is sticking by it as well, Hmm. which is very interesting, but I think people need to realize that those two clubs in Spain are run completely differently to many of the big clubs in Europe in the fact that they are they don't have one single owner. So they're owned by a, a collective of sorts and yeah. they're not able to have a direct injection of cash like, say, Liverpool is able to mm. with the FSG, Fenway Sports Group. So both of those clubs... I think Barcelona's in close to a billion euros of debt. Jeez. Um, and I think Real Madrid's not far off either. And without without the european super league those two clubs are really scared that their dominance in europe as the elite clubs is going to come to an end so that's probably the main reason why they're still pushing for it the rest of the clubs aren't as worried as much
1: got you that that definitely makes total sense but i do have one thing i want to bring up actually two things how how come americans always say that americans are trying to colonize shit but that's actually not true americans aren't really colonizers
0: they they they're imperialists yes so.
1: but if you think about colonization america has nothing to do with colonization for real.
0: I mean neo colonization i mean what you could say what they what they did to you know puerto rico what they did to hawaii what they did to guam i mean that's
1: yeah, but but you but you get what I'm saying. Like colonization, usually has okay, to do okay. But, like...
0: but yeah, with the term colonization, might not be directly transferable. But
1: in but effect, I, understand. I, 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 yeah. I understand. I understand.
0: Americans are trying to fuck shit up, and they're just trying to.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what we. Hey, that's what we always try to do. Hey, Max, do you have an America, American passport? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then secondly, what I want to say is, who the fuck is Real? And Barcelona are going to play each other every week for the Super League?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, no. I think I Juventus mean, is still in it. Wait, no. Maybe I, mean, Juventus
1: in it. I mean, you just you just have to pull out at the end of the day. It's like, hey, it's not going to work. And you know, no matter how prideful you are in this whole situation, you're just going to say that, yo, there's no other clubs in here. What the fuck are we doing? Every every European club is pulled out. I mean, excuse me, English club is pulled out. And and uh,
0: even Atletico Madrid in Spain is pulled out. It's pulled out uh, as um, well. It's I don't United know. Milan, like, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Man. I think the reaction in England, obviously living here and seeing everything that's happened, they've been protest this weekend at Man United. Uh, I don't know if at Liverpool, they had any protests, but they did when they played the players, loose.
1: the players did though. The players protested. Yeah, so the
0: players yeah. protested. Jordan Henderson brought all the captains of the English Premier League clubs together to make a formal complaint about it. That's um, and There was thousands of people outside of Arsenal Stadium on Friday telling the American owner, Stan Kroenke, that they want nothing to do with him anymore, They need that he needs to leave. They'll get rid of it. The Man United owners, one of the biggest Man United supporters groups, wrote a formal letter to the board uh, and the chairman saying that they want the 50 plus one rule like they have in Germany.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that.
0: So that's, you know... And I think seeing the fans take a stand, and they, they've fought for tradition here because, you know, obviously the game was formed in this country. Being the underdog story is something that every English person, I think, resonates with. Every yeah. person loves that hardworking, you know, the ability that, that anyone can be anyone on their day. That is what makes the Premier League and all of English football great. Yeah. Um, and, and they, they persevered, and, and, and we got what we needed, you know, and, for the world of football. But...
1: Well, I think that's one thing that is hard for Americans to fully understand. So like these owners, you know, they come in, they buy the team and just think that it's just a team, another team. But they don't understand that this is culture. You know, it's it's football, football in the UK, like really started just off the backs of like workers, you know, for yeah. things, you know, for things to do. You look at Man United, you look at Arsenal. So all these clubs that like really started the back off, like off the back of like people like the working class. This is what the working class were able to go watch, have fun and do and things like that but they don't understand that that is embedded in the culture so you can't just come there and say that all right cool i got billions of dollars i'm just going to use this money and just change everything about this club it doesn't it doesn't fucking work like that
0: you know and it doesn't work like that you're you're completely right and 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 i think a lot of americans think as well like teams can start from nothing you look at the mls like austin fc just has started from nothing right boom yeah whereas what you're saying right so take arsenal for example the name arsenal the reason it's called arsenal is because the club was formed by people that worked in the royal arsenal which was you know where the military housed all of their weaponry and mm. stuff funny enough i live next to the royal arsenal where arsenal football club was originally founded i can see it from my window right now that's dope and you know for example man united was formed by railway w- workers mm. you know what i mean and so it like you say it's born out of community first so the community has to be there first before the football club can be there for sure the the other way around (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so and the thing is as well the premier league is the pinnacle right but everything the the premier league wouldn't exist if everything underneath it didn't exist either like all of the league clubs all of the sunday league clubs all of the efl clubs do you know what i mean and like you've played here you know what it's like you know i've played semi-professionally in in non-league and in the lower leagues for years. And I know how much it means to everyone that is from that community. You know, you've got hundreds of people that turn up to watch you play each week. But the hope is that one day, you know, the team can progress and that, you know, players can go play in these other, you know, in the higher leagues. If you have that Super League where it's just Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, whatever, Spurs, how the fuck they got in there, I don't know, (laughs) playing... You know these teams, then it takes that dream away for so many people. So yeah,
1: it's it takes the dream away because you're guaranteed a spot every year. And if the Super League wasn't the if the guaranteeing a spot was not there, I don't think it'd be that big of an issue. But then it's also the problem that none of them even consulted with fans. It's doing this behind everybody's back, and so. Yeah. It, you know, it- I- Here's the thing I have to ask you, though,
0: because obviously the Super League was a terrible idea and it's the clubs trying to take power away from UEFA. However, we all know that UEFA and FIFA are crooks in their own right. They're corrupt as well. And they've, in 2024, I believe, they're changing the way that the Champions League is going to be played to actually give more power to those clubs already. So these clubs Mm. already voted on having a new Champions League format that was going to give them more power. So they were already working in tandem with UEFA to take yeah. power away from the lesser clubs. And then they snaked UEFA to create this own thing. So it's like <laughs> the lesser of two <laughs> evils. It's, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. I, was, I don't know, man. It, it's it's tough. It's, gosh. I mean, it's it's a lot going on and it's very tough to really think about it. But I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm very happy that it didn't go through. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Uh, I mean, I wish they I wish I could have placed a bet. I would have hit Patty Power. I, I feel like I always talk about betting. I don't bet at all, but like for real. But I always talk about betting. Should have been on Patty Power. Is the Super League going to happen? No. Come on now, let's be real. But uh, I mean, other than that, though, other than the Super League, and mm. if it did happen, what would you have done?
0: I would have. Uh, well, I think I'm, I'm. I said this to you. I'm still on the fence. About how I feel about top level football in terms of what it represents. If yeah. the Super League happened, I would have had a very, very hard time supporting Man United. Mm. I would have so stopped you would, supporting Man United.
1: Damn. So, what? It's okay. So, you don't support Man United anymore. <laughs> Who, which team? Uh,
0: which, probably. Which club? Ah. Uh, a couple of teams I probably would have supported. So I probably, Bournemouth, AFC Bournemouth, because uh, my my aunt lives down in Pool but in Bournemouth. I've been to see them play a couple of times and they're a real community-oriented club, a small club, but, mm-hmm. you know, punching well above their weight. Uh, my uncle supports Crystal Palace, so I've always had a soft spot for them. And I like how they always bring players to the academy, like Wilfred Zaha and players like that. Yeah. And then I would have brought it back down to the roots. You know, I, I love um, not the Oakland roots. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Corinthian casuals, man.
1: That's my... Uh, the cash, love. huh? A,
0: lo- a the, lot of love for the casuals.
1: Hey, the Pepto and Boo colors. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, hey, if you know, you if know. If you know, you
0: know. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. We will leave it at that. But, um, uh, I mean, I know you would have supported Fulham, so...
1: No, no. I would have supported West Ham. West Ham is my favorite team. My, uh, that's, that's my well, number two.
0: Because of Jesse Lingard.
1: <laughs> no, because of Messi Lingard. Yeah, Don't disrespect Messi. my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't disrespect Lingard, yeah. my guy. Don't disrespect him.
0: But we've seen the power of the fans and it's been talked about a lot, you know, where was this type of energy for this? Where was this type of energy for that? Most notably about the fight against racism what what are your thoughts on that? I mean, obviously, I know what your thoughts are on that, but can you elaborate? Can you give yeah. us your
1: you you actually took that like right out of my mouth uh, because I wanted to bring that up and speak about how vocal everybody was about the Super League and how quiet everyone is about racism. I think. I think in um, You're talking
0: who's in, everyone,
1: I would say just every, like. If you, we all know, like racism happens almost every week in football. Almost yeah. every week, you know, either if it's you know by fans in in the stadiums, if it's by other players, yep. or if it's like on social media. Yep. And these players are being like berated, um, in different yep. ways that like you know that touches deep. So we see this happen, and you know we have like these little campaigns, but the way that everybody came for the Super League. It's the way that everyone needs to come for racism in football. Yeah. yeah. And there has to be more. Like all these FIFA guys, Boris Johnson, uh Boris Johnson, right?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, Boris, you know, you got everybody speaking up. Prince Prince Williams, all, all these fucking people are, are talking. But when it comes to racism, everybody is qu- like I want to say everyone is quiet, but it's not as loud. There needs to be a loud speaker on racism to eradicate mm-hmm. it out of football because it it is it has no place. There are players week in and week out that have to deal with this shit. And racism is, like, I'm not going to say it's, it is bigger than the Super League.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
1: It is bigger than the Super League. And the Super League affected, you know, a lot of clubs and this and that. But there needs to be, like, a a stand in solidarity. Can't just be like, oh, we're just going to kneel and, you know, put our hands up and, like, yeah, we're with you. There needs to be more that fucking happens.
0: I agree. You know, these little campaigns, like you put it, like what they're doing right now, there's supposed to be a social media boycott by English football. And it's interesting, Patrick Bamford, the striker of uh, Leeds, um, got interviewed after their game, not not today, but last week. And he said, you know, I'm glad the Super League didn't happen, but he said it's interesting how there seems to be all this attention and fans, you know, protesting you know, why hasn't this happened for racism? And he said that on national live TV. I don't know if you saw that.
1: No, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah. So he's, he said a player's come out and said that. Um, yeah. And several players have actually come out and said that. Like you say, Prince William has spoken about the Super League and he gets a lot of attention. He has spoken about anti-racism campaigns as well, actually. But yeah. has it got the same attention? Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He, he makes these statements, but people are making statements at separate times and it's not collective. Yeah. And, and it seems like that energy isn't there. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. Why isn't... Why isn't more being done all at once? Or well, huh. why isn't more being done full stop? But more needs to be done all at the same time. Like, yeah. people need to... How... And and I think that's exactly what it is. The unification of the fans, every the media, everyone in football needs to happen for racism at the same time because you might have people doing these little campaigns now or doing something else then or doing the kneeling or whatever, it needs to be all at once with full force. But the problem is, and this is my opinion, the problem is, is that you don't have UEFA and FIFA doing what they did for the Super League for racism. You don't have the head of UEFA coming out and saying these clubs will be banned these clubs will be fined yeah we don't want anything to do with them almost shitting on these clubs right he's shitting on the owners of these clubs the people that he deals with but seraphin isn't saying the same same things about racism right and that's the crazy thing is that you need the the top of the top to say or well you don't need to but that would make so much more of an impact so yeah. it's it's And
1: it, it, you know what it is though? Racism racism isn't touching their pockets. Thank you. See? I wasn't <laughs> going to say it. I was going to let
0: you say it. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's different. It's different, but I I I didn't really think about think about the way that you said I, I didn't think about it before, but the way that you put it together is saying that there needs to be a unified effort against racism. And, and when everything is just kind of spread out, the effect isn't as large. The yeah, reason why no. The reason why the Super League uh didn't happen is because the effect was all like, you know, and um everybody was just in solidarity solidarity in regards to saying that we don't want this shit to happen. And so they all came together to make sure it doesn't happen. But why? The fans didn't like it because of just the way the way that it is, you know, it, it takes away from like the, the beauty of football, mm-hmm. but the higher ups didn't like it because of yeah. That paper, that cash, that skrilla, that dough, yeah. that cheddar, Ooh, wow. that gouda. <laughs> There's a lot of names yeah. for money than peas. <laughs> yeah. All that shit. So it's yeah, it's 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 unfortunate because there has to be something that needs to that has to happen, but I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean we we've spoken about it before and actually I've, I've written about it before as well in the newsletter if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter please just do me a favor and subscribe <laughs> to the newsletter it would make my fucking day um because <laughs> i i actually put a lot of effort into writing those and
1: hey, don't yeah, sound thirsty it. bruv don't sound thirsty hey it. hey hey! if you're not subscribed bruv you're missing out that's all i'm gonna say max actually, is over here sunny thank trying to, you that's yeah, that's, you know that's what? what it is like
0: yeah man you know what we don't need your subscription but we we'll, but we'll like it. We'll take I mean. it. We'll take it. But um Terry Henry did a uh, social media boycott and he said that he's refusing to do social media full stop until until uh, racism is eradicated in on the social media platforms, right? Now obviously social media is probably one-third of the problem, as you say, yeah. it's happening on the pitch, it's happening in the stadiums. And it's a reflection of society, right? So there's there's many different avenues to, to go about dealing with this problem. But what I'm interested in is how Thierry Henry has taken this stand. But whenever there's a collective ban of social media, it's only for like a week.
1: For sure. It's so for why? Sure. I mean, but it, these, because money. Why
0: it's money. Exactly. Touching the players' pockets. Are they willing to give up social media? To just say we've had enough of you guys not taking any action.
1: No. No. I mean, because because it's not it's not affecting everyone. It's only affecting black players, black Chinese, but, you know, uh, but or but Asians.
0: All, and but are they do? But but why is Terry Henry the only one that's taking that? Like why aren't people following his? his I mean, on
1: has been on has been doing it for on has been doing the the anti racism campaign since he was playing.
0: He's I know, fucking tired. He,
1: he's fucking tired of it. And but the thing is that he's a he's a he's a coach. If Henri was in the pinnacle of his career right now, would he actually do it? I don't know. And that's not to that's not to take anything away from him at all. But he was one of the most marketable players when he was playing.
0: Yeah. And
1: if social media was big back then, which it wasn't, would he would he be willing to do that? Like, I'm not doing any Nike campaigns, I'm not doing any Puma campaigns, I'm not doing any Arsenal campaigns, I'm not doing any of this shit. Was he willing? Was would he have been willing to just sacrifice millions of dollars to do so? And possibly at that time, you know, since he was at the pinnacle of his career, maybe his uh, his effort would have had more influence. You know, now he's a he's a coach and, and whatnot, so it's a little different. So with him, Henri being one of the best players in the world, and his social media was big back then, and he said, I'm off of social media because his racism is just too fucking much, maybe other players would have followed suit.
0: Yeah. But it has but- to be
1: like a Ronaldo, a Messi, a Neymar, an Mbappe, a, you know, all yeah. these players, Raheem Sterling, Jaden Sancho, all these players come in collective, like you are saying, a yeah. Co- yeah. collective approach. Then it's like, oh fuck. You know, they're saying, hey, I'm not doing anything, no type of promo for shit. And if I'm doing yeah. promo, it's not going on my page. And putting yeah. pressure on these clubs and you know, on the FA, on the your you know, UEFA on FIFA to actually have to do something because players have the platform to speak up and to And to actually make change, elicit change, Mm -hmm. and if they if they start putting pressure, say that we're not doing this shit, there has to be something that changes, but it has to be the big players. It has to be players that that aren't even affected by racism.
0: Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. You know, Patrick Bamford is is uh, as English, white English. I'm saying as you can fucking get, and he's making us, you know, making a comment. On national tv that's one thing but you you know everyone's got to do more and i I completely agree with you you know and um i think as well the players don't only need to make a you know have this effect on social media but they need to say something to uefa and fifa as well like we're not playing in these games if you're not going to do something about it i mean imagine if they made a you know a boycott of I don't know, the Champions League semi finals, if they say we're not making it, we're not playing in these games unless you, you know, uh c- create real education and and you know, disruption of the, the racism that's going on. Something like that. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean we don't have the answers we don't have the answer sway. You know, we're just we're just kinda of putting things out there and it ain't rough, though. I mean, I just, I really hope like something does happen when it comes down to this. But, you know, I think until it really starts touching people's pockets, that's when people actually start to take notice. So, yeah, I mean, as a black player, uh, as for the black players, I know it's difficult because, you know, week in and week out, you got to deal with this bullshit. And that shit's not easy, man. That shit fucks with your mental. And, you know, there's a lot of. there's, either, a better, there's a lot of other. There's a lot of other things, you know, in life that you got to focus on, and then, then you know, you got some guy hiding behind a fake profile, calling you the n-word, and all this other stuff, and going back to Africa. It's like, come on, bro. You know, what the fuck yeah. you supposed to do? But big things like one this past weekend week. and this this next week. Man, a, let's already, quickly touch on the prime scrambled. No, no. You know, before before your head starts uh, getting scrambled like some eggs, bro, and some, with some onions and some bell peppers and that. Let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what happened this past weekend.
0: That's nice scramble, though.
1: Hey, it is right. It is, man. Yeah, um, let's
0: talk... use a little hot sauce on there.
1: Oh, what kind of hot sauce are you using though?
0: Um, you know what? I, I imported the. Uh... See, my my grandmother had only Louisiana hot sauce in her in her cupboard. So I mm. had to get some of that when I when I came back over here. I miss some of those hum, home comforts. You can't really get that in the UK. So I've got Crystal hot sauce, mm-hmm. which is the which is one of my go-tos, and then I've got a, uh, a Scotch bonnet uh, mm. hot sauce as well, which in small doses is hey. uh, pretty incredible.
1: What about Red Rooster? You like Red Rooster?
0: Uh I, I don't think I've had Red Rooster.
1: Uh it's big in LA. That's when I first had it at least. Red Rooster is like kind of like comparable to Crystal.
0: Hmm. Let me look this up real
1: quick. Oh no, you don't need to look it up, man. We don't need to look it up. Let's talk about this past weekend though.
0: Yeah. Uh so let, let's talk about Liverpool.
1: I don't have much to say. I already told you.
0: But how I, can you I, play I, four of those guys and not score? Like what is wrong with them?
1: we talked about it man we talked about it last episode and i don't want to go I don't want to get into it because I, I, I feel like I didn't want to be right, you know? I did not want to be right about Liverpool. They have the easiest stretch of games. They should be in first place they should it's not excuse me. They should be able to make fourth place uh, with the stretch of games that they have. But they should. they're lack they're lacking confidence. They're they they're not putting chances away. And then what ends up happening, like we spoke yesterday on the phone they, they they start blaming the defense like the defense has done something wrong. The defense to yeah. me, the defense to me, with the amount of different partnerships they had, has played fucking incredible. And I I say that I say that with like a hundred percent confidence. They have played incredible. People are all oh, the defense. Virgil's not there. Fabinho had to step in. Henderson playing out, you know, in the back. And then he got O block. He got not O block. He got um the two the okay. center. Yeah, Kabak. Yeah, I got all these people. They just keep chatting about it. Oh, Trent Alexander Arnold's not playing well. Oh, Andy Robertson. They're not getting the assists. They're not doing this. But honestly, when it comes down to it, they're just not fucking scoring. You score two. You score two to three goals a game, like how they used to, especially with the amount of chances you have. It's okay if the defense makes one mistake, two mistakes. You think about what happened uh, this past match where they tied one one. Yeah. What happened? They scored in the 95th minute. They had 20 chances to score. They had nine chances on goal and a lot that just missed the goal by a couple inches here or there. You put two yeah. or three of those away, you get scored on the 95th minute, it doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about Chelsea a little bit.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Because,
0: because looking at the results this weekend, nothing really... Popped out of my head. I am surprised Man United and Leeds finished zero zero. That's a yeah. massive rivalry match. I mean, probably the third biggest match in terms of rivalries for for Man United. Um, so that finished nil nil, which is surprising. But Chelsea have been a slight, you know, steamroller of a of a unit. Really, you know, yeah. grinding out results, not glamorously. That's all. But they beat Man City in the the FA Cup semi final. They beat West Ham, which is kind of one of their direct rivals for that Champions League spot.
1: 100%.
0: Coming into the Champions League now in the semi
1: final, what are your thoughts? No way, no way they beat Real Madrid. No way they make it. No way they make it on. No way they should make it on. They don't have enough. I've said this last episode. They don't have enough goal a goal scoring power. Timo Werner is not the player that we anticipated him being. Like maybe I don't a think he'll that,
0: play. I don't think he'll play against Werner.
1: Actually, I'll say Timo Werner is the person we anticipated, Um yeah, the, but the not what the rest world. of the world anticipated.
0: Because way back when we were watching Bundesliga religiously, when was that? That was that was like what April?
1: April, man. Last
0: April, oh, a year ago. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. That is mad, uh, yeah, Timo. We 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 saw your touch. You can't hide from us, Timo. We know what you like.
1: <laughs>
0: so no, I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll play. Who,
1: who's think. playing instead? Giroud or Tammy? Uh, he'll, play, he'll play Kai Havertz. Huh. See, I mean, all there's the crazy thing to me is okay. So this is this is the this best statistic I can give you since since Tuchel took charge. They scored, I want to say, eighteen to nineteen goals, and Tuchel has been in charge for, I want to say, twenty games or so.
0: That's crazy. So that's crazy.
1: Fort fortunately, fortunately enough, fortunately enough, their defense has been incredible. But Champions League, and like I said last episode, Champions League is a whole different game with two legs. Yeah. You have to be able to score. You have to get in the way goal. You have to figure that out. Real Madrid, they're just born for this fucking competition.
0: They're gonna score as well.
1: Yes. They're born for this competition. So when you really look at Real, you're you're sitting there and saying that this is the best chance for them to actually win a trophy because they're not going to win um uh, in the La Liga. Not gonna win that. But they can figure out they can like really just figure out a way to to be good for three games. Yeah. Zidane Zidane is a masterclass when it comes to that. And I don't don't think they have a chance. Unless Chelsea is able to get some goals, they don't have a fucking chance. And that's just what it is for me.
0: It's crazy that we say this about Chelsea because I think we're going to be saying the same thing about Manchester City as well. Yes. Are they going to be able to score? Because... after watching today
1: after watching today Raheem Sterling looked good though this is this i think for me it was actually a, he he did look good i mean he didn't finish the chances that he had but i i would say that he looked so much more lively than he has in the past couple weeks he looked,
0: like, he looked lively he looked like he was playing in a final which was good to see yes. he looked like he yeah. had the energy and kind of the explosiveness back maybe that maybe it was always there but
1: his finishing is his finishing is still
0: this is a guy that scored 20 plus goals year probably 3 years in a row and uh you would never know it if you saw him play today.
1: Yes. But I think you know Pep is an overthinker and Pep needs to overthink and play Sergio Aguero. Yeah.
0: Why?
1: He needs to he needs to overthink and just say I need a I need an out and out striker because people aren't aren't finishing the chances that Sergio would finish. Sergio could do this in his sleep. Remember, remember the article, or I think might have been the article you wrote about Ronaldo. Yeah, the Ronaldo when he was going to, when he was at uh, AC Milan, or was it Inter? AC. Yeah, AC. Yeah, AC Milan. And they like, were like,
0: "When he was talking to Carlo Ancelotti, he Yeah, about and
1: me? he's overweight, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: what a. Quote.
1: Please, please, please <laughs> say, please. Uh, can you um, paraphrase what Ronaldo said?
0: Basically, Ancelotti said to him, "I need you to lose like I don't know." five kilos or something and Ronaldo said what would you you know what would you buy me for to run or to score goals if you want me to run then don't play me if you want me to score two goals then then play me and apparently he put him on the pitch and he scored two goals so (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is Aguero's not overweight so you know and he's the city's all-time leading goal scorer and it looked like today especially today when they should have I mean, they should have beat Tottenham 3 or 4. Yeah. And they didn't have a strike on the pitch. You're going to be playing against PSG, who I think their back line is incredibly suspect. Incredibly suspect.
1: Better or worse than Tottenham's back line?
0: I don't know. Probably around the same. I mean, I, it depends on who they play back there. Yeah. Because sometimes he plays Marquinhos in midfield, and I think... He's a fantastic... Marquinhos is a fantastic player. But if he plays in the in the back, I mean, even if he plays back there, I think, that, you know, they can be scoring goals. I think even their fullbacks as well, Man City will be able to get at them. I mean, Mares looks sharp. If Raheem Sterling is on his game, you know, he will be able to get in behind because they won't be able to live with his movement no. and his speed as well. But I just don't know, man. Neymar looks but,
1: Name it's a, I think it's the difference in the midfield, and you look at the midfield. Man, Man City was able to control, it. and what they're going to have most of the possession. But it's that counter attack that were, that for PSG that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So when I really when I really think about PSG, the ability to score, the ability to go on the counter, it, it is much different for them playing, playing Tottenham. And if you can't put, and if you can't put away goals at a at a high level. We saw Bayern. Look at Bayern. German engineering at its finest.
0: Yeah. And they didn't
1: they didn't have they didn't have Lewandowski. They still have people that can score goals.
0: Yeah, but if Leroy Sané would could make his fucking mind up, Bayern Munich would be in that semi-final. Okay,
1: if 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 if, if Sterling can make his mind up, if Sterling can score a goal, if Mars can actually put a goal in there as well, then Man City is going to – it's a lot of ifs. And they couldn't no, – and Bayern, Bayern, Bayern should be going to the final in a, in a sense to where they have a better t- – they, they have a better team than City and PSG beat them. Why isn't PSG going Bayern to – have
0: a better team than City.
1: In terms of what – in terms of just collective effort, the oh, way that they yeah, play, I'm oh, yeah. not, not Ooh, player by wow. player. I was, I don't obviously know, man. I don't know. For me, I think if PSG beat Bayern, I think PSG could beat Man City. Especially, all right. So,
0: Bayern. all right. Lay your cards on the table, Mike. Lay your cards on the table.
1: PSG's moving on. PSG's going to win it all. Actually, no. <laughs> 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 You heard it here, for here
0: folks. PSG are going to be the UEFA Champions League winners for the first time. You know and what you, it you, is. You, pred- it, you predicted the Super League, so you can technically be no,
1: no, I said because I'm not sure because Real Madrid is probably going to be in the final. And Real Madrid one game is, is tough because those players have literally been there. So for I think for the past seven years they've been there like five times or some some yeah. something crazy I, like that.
0: I, I must admit I agree. We should not count out Real Madrid because I saw them play El Clásico a few weeks ago against Barcelona, and it was one of the toughest games I've seen in in Spanish football because the weather was horrific. It was a battle, and they looked like they never doubted that they were going to win that match. Yeah. In pristine conditions, against the Chelsea team with a relatively new coach, I, I see Real Madrid going through. I really don't know what to to call the other one. I really don't know. I I'll, I'll have a better understanding after the first fifteen minutes.
1: That is that is probably the weakest statement I've ever heard. But I'm not gonna. Put man, my you just gotta pick. You just gotta pick a side, man. You got you. Hey, right. hey, I'm giving All you. Right. I'm giving you a million dollars right now, and I'm just like, hey, Max, you can keep this a million dollars if you pick. The I winner. want.
0: I want Man City to win.
1: So, you're, so still, you're going with Man City as a Man United fan.
0: I want Man City to no. I think purely as a football fan and liking football, they play the best football, so I want them to win. It's a shame that they wear sky blue and they happen to be in Manchester and not Man United. So that's mm-hmm. annoying, and my dad supports them. So that makes it incredibly annoying. But they play the best football. That being said, Kylian Mbappe and Neymar, on their day, or can rip through anyone. And I think over two legs, you they won't be able to shut them down the whole time. So I do think PSG will go through.
1: So your million dollars on PSG. Uh,
0: make that a million and one on PSG
1: there it is all right and you got real going we both have real going through but anything can happen (laughs) anything is possible (laughs) like
0: the great kevin garnett said anything is possible but folks thank you for joining us we hope your weekend was as fantastic as ours it's not over yet so make the most of it for sure um and, you know, stay safe out there and, and, and uh, you know, pick up your voice when you need to. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons as well on all the social yes media and the uh, podcast platforms. And make sure to find us on the, uh, the Substack as well. Kickbackandchat.substack.com You know where to find us and uh, we can't wait to uh, catch you guys on the flip.
1: Just get it, baby. Y'all you guys say blah, blah, blah. god damn, I can't even get my words out. You guys stay safe. <laughs> yeah, I am excited. I'm excited about this week in football. As we all are.
0: As we all are, man. But yeah, stay safe. And,
1: and we'll many that is losing time. this week. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>